welcome to Vision Scope, a program intended to educate and inform. My name is Wilbert Williams. Welcome to another episode in the series Vision Scope. Today we have a very interesting program lined up for you. Recently, it struck me that in the West, we don't know enough about India. India is an extremely large landmass. I think it's roughly about, it's over 3 million square kilometers. And it has a population of over 1.3 billion individuals. Now that in itself is frightening. That's a very large population. And um, when you come from a small island like Jamaica, it hits you even more. Recently, I caught up with Ketan Kotari from India. Ketan works with Site Savers as manager for advocacy in India and he has a wealth of information. Listen as Ketan shares his own life story as well as gives us some insight into work for the blind and issues facing blind and visually impaired people in India. Vision, 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 a place to listen and learn. Ketan, welcome to Vision Scope. Thank you, Wilbert. Tell us a little bit about your early days. Were you born blind? Uh, yes, I am a person who was born blind, who was educated in a school for the blind and, uh, and also a regular school. And then I went to a regular college, uh, university, I topped the university in political science. Uh, I worked for a non-governmental organization for about 15 years prior to joining Sightsavers, where I am working for the last 12 years. Let's, let's back up a little bit and talk about your, your days at School for the Blind. Uh, what was it like in those days to be at school? Uh, now, when I look back, it was fun. Of course, our school was extremely uh, strict, very, very uh, strictly disciplined school. So we were not allowed to, uh, you know, um, you know, play mischief or any of that. And we, of course, had a, a, a lodging facility and boarding facility. And um, we went home at the weekend. And I was the only child of my parents. So I always missed, I always used to be a homesick child. Um, I never liked uh, uh, school food. Uh, I was a fairly studious person. I, I, I was a studious person and I uh, love uh, reading. I love even now and I loved then uh, as well. 
I also love cricket and uh, listening to radio. And in fact, I learned my English uh, listening to the TMS uh, years ago on the BBC. Uh, in good old days when Brian Johnston and company were uh, was alive, um, it was fun, really fun. Although so you, was very so you can recall, you can recall the days of John Arlott, the uh, late, no, the late just, John Arlott. I just started listening uh, when John Arlott uh, stopped being on radio, or 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 he was very rarely on radio, seldom. Yes, uh, but I yes. do remember. Uh, uh, Brian Johnston and the yes. older man whom we call Don Mosey. Yes. Um, and Christopher Martin Jenkins, Henry Blofeld, you know, all yes. those. Um, oh. Freddie Truman, Trevor Bailey. Yeah. Um, you know, those good old days. And, you know, uh, Wilbur, the fun is that in those days, listening was not very easy because you you know that the commentary came on shortwave bands and those bands were That's not very, right. not know, very was, clear. Very clear. So it was it was a challenge, unlike now when you can listen to commentary very easily on your phones, on your uh, computers, on your uh, smart speakers, etc., etc. And it's like they are next door to you, eh? So clear. Absolutely, it's FM quality, isn't it? Yes, yes. What 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 did you like most at school? Ah, that's a that's an interesting question. Um, now, when I think uh, think back, I think it was it was uh, I, I loved uh, studying, reading history, and uh, um, so I, I had passion for history and politics. I am an avid follower of world politics even now. Um, so I so I love uh, loved uh, politics even then. I still remember uh, the election of 1977 in India which actually changed the whole Indian political history when uh, Congress was defeated for the first time. Um, um, and we had an opposition coalition which hardly could rule for two and a, a half years, more or less. And then the Congress came back. So I remember all those times very vividly uh, when I was actually very small, eight or nine-year-old kid. Yes. And, and so it was... It was very different then, uh, back then, and now it's a very, very different ball game. Yeah. India was a very poor country back then. Uh, today, you know, India is one of the leading economies of the world. I know. Or at least we, at least we were before COVID. Now I don't know where we will be. <laughs> but uh, I hope you'll uh, get well, back to that status soon. Um, yeah. Well, that all depends on how long the the thing lasts. Yes. What? What? What would you say were some of the major hurdles after you left the school for the blind where you were associated with other blind people and you had to go into regular schooling? What was it like? Uh, no, the regular school was not such a big problem because there uh, we were sent from our school for the blind and we, we boarded there in our school for the blind. So it oh. was a uh, very comfortable life even back then. Yes. But the actual... Uh, if I may say, I would call it trouble, but actual test started when we started going to college. Yes. Uh, initially, uh, well, uh, um, it was problem because if you could not get readers easily, and uh, since um, I had chosen humanities or, or what they call arts faculty, um, 
there were lots of girls in my class and i had come from a school for uh, only boys so initially conversing with them seeking help from them was a challenge and even you know india being uh, culturally different from west mm-hmm. we had very orthodox people back then things of course are no longer the same now yes. but uh, those days were very different and 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 i used to sometimes feel oh god and i used to get lost actually to tell you the truth because initially i was not used to traveling alone so i used to get <laughs> uh a lost a bit uh, not not major lost plot but yeah, yeah. of course you miss your bus you were, stop you were of course you, uh, yeah of course yes sometimes yeah. you miss your bus stop or you know you so it was but now when i think back it was fun you know i mean those days of course you never like it you resented it you never liked it mm. but uh, now when i think back it wasn't all that bad uh, to tell you the truth So while you were at school you had to rely heavily on readers people reading the books for you and yes, you did, yes. you did not have access to some of the things that are available now like scanners and oh no 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 not at all not at no. all and also you have to remember that in our case we don't only depend on english right uh, unlike you people where english is the only language uh, yes. that is spoken Yeah. uh we ha- we are a multilingual society um and i i speak four languages including english uh, uh very fluently uh so um and and scanners were not available and even when they became available they were only for english initially yes so uh, so those things didn't help me much but yes i did have a perkins braille and i used to write like mad i used to take braille notes very very copiously uh, with my the good readers. old the good old perkins absolutely and i never took notes in the class because that would disturb others but uh, and i the other thing i didn't like was using textbooks so i used uh, reference books which of course requires more reading more uh, um, you know uh, uh, concentration and mm. i was again an avid listener of bbc so that helped me because i was a political science student okay I still remember uh, the 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 Falkland War uh, in 85 was it no mm-hmm. uh, 83 or uh, 82 83 and then I remember the you know all the, uh, the the Margaret Thatcher years and the coal miner strike and then the Iraq war the first gulf war I mean and uh, well all those times uh, those are memories that are uh you know uh, in my um, brain uh, indelibly uh put in my brain i don't yes. think i can forget them ever till i live yes. um so well i think i lived in a very good time although there were deprivity deprivations but uh, you know they made you uh, work harder struggle more and have pleasure when you achieved something Mm-hmm. So after after you graduated from college, you went into the world of work. That was a completely no, different no, no. experience. I, no, no. So I graduated, then I studied for my masters. Oh, you went on to your masters. Yeah. What was that like? What was that like? Oh, that that was again uh, challenging because back then, again, as I told you, that we only depended on uh, depended on readers, and uh, it, it was difficult. But I must tell you one thing. since i was a class topper all the time 
uh, I had that advantage because uh, many people helped me in that sense because I was a topper even amongst the sighted people. I was, and they wanted to learn from you. Uh, well, I don't know, but they did help me. Out. So <laughs> I, even my yes. teacher, even my te even my professor recorded for me. And we used to have, uh, you know, now when I remember, uh, we used to have hot arguments in the class, political arguments, yes. so much so that, you know, both of us used to get angry and have hot arguments. But in the evening, <laughs> she was gracious enough to record for me. Yes, yes, so yes. Even getting getting good cassettes was a struggle because I, I insisted on recording on Sony cassettes, which were expensive uh, back then. Uh, and uh, India, as I told you, was not so well off then as it is now. Yes. So uh, it was struggle for us to get those tape uh, cassettes, mm -hmm. and uh, so I, and I never depended depended on uh, those guidebooks that you get. You know the question banks and all those yes. things. Mm -hmm. I hated them. I, I I hated them. I I believed in uh, working hard, studying the reference books. So I used to require more, much more time in my study. But uh, then when I topped the university, I think it all came through. I mean, the, it all came to fruition, right? Uh, when I, when I uh, could struggle and get the good result. Something you said earlier struck me. You said that initially India was poor, but over time it changed until COVID came. Uh, what, what brought about that change primarily? Uh, I'll tell you what, in 1991, we were very, very bad, uh, economically very bad. So much so that we had, um, we had, we had, we were thinking of, um, you know, uh, pledging our gold to the IMF, oh. uh, gold reserve. Yes. But uh, luckily, uh, at that time, we, our prime, prime minister back then appointed a, technocrat as finance minister. He was an ex-governor of our central bank. Mm -hmm. And gradually, we brought in liberalization. We uh, gradually became open, uh, open to the world trade. And hence, things started improving. And uh, then, you know, once you start opening up, India is a huge market, right? So everybody yes. wanted to have a pie of that market mm -hmm. and that did help us certainly okay. did yes so that um, that brought about the change yeah but you know i must tell you one more thing that india is a unfortunately a story of two different indias in the sense that uh, we we are uh, there's a very big middle class which is growing but at the same time there is still a lot of indians who are uh, poor very poor, uh, so much so that they, it's difficult to make uh, two ends meet for them. So it is, it is a story of a mixed uh, uh, society. Give us an idea of the size of your population in India, oh, can you? We, we are about 1.3 billion people. Billion? Uh, billion, yes. And uh, Mumbai itself has about... Uh, 1.7 million to uh, two, 2 million um, people. And now many of the uh, migrant labor is, of course, going away, as you must be uh, listening on world media. Mm -hmm. And uh, that has its own problems. Uh, 
on one hand the laborers are not finding it easy to go obviously it's 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 scorching heat in this country at this moment today i believe yesterday delhi had a temperature of 46 degrees centigrade which is not even imaginable thank you yeah. hot and uh, we are all under lockdown at the moment complete lockdown it's it's been relaxed a bit but it's still pretty bad same um, here we still on the lockdown um yeah relaxed so, but there's a nightly curfew so i i yeah so coming back to the story then i uh, started working in an ngo uh for the blind a national association for the blind one of the largest ngos for blind people in india um i was looking after several departments there and then i gradually uh i what was that to, what was that what was that association called a uh, national association for the blind okay okay uh it's one of the found, founding members of the world blind union uh, oh yes 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 so um uh and then uh, i came to sight savers in 2008 um and uh, it has been a, a very interesting journey we got some advocacy successes like we we got some banking uh, reforms for people who are blind and disabled mm-hmm. uh, that we got a copyright law amended to have exceptions for copying the books scanning and producing them into e format for non profit Uh, organizations uh and we were india was one of the leading uh, uh proponents uh and india's uh, copyright law actually has inspired the wipo treaty or what we call treaty for the blind the marrakesh treaty yes uh, i'm sure you're aware of that yes i'm aware um, of that one yes yes so we were instrumental to a very large extent in getting that treaty through and we were one of the first major nations to ratify the treaty okay uh, years ago yes and now But, as you all you may be aware even america has uh, ratified the treaty yes what about um unified english braille uh um uh, well, you have anything to do with that uh no uh, we no 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 that uh, india was not really involved big time in ueb Okay. Um yeah um why because of fact, the language because of the language differences No no not re- no 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 not really because of that somehow it didn't came it it didn't come through sorry sorry for the wrong english pretty bad um uh it somehow didn't come through i mean we were not uh, active back then um mm-hmm. india but i don't know whether you know that india was instrumental in getting the uniform braille code in the world um because of our language issues um unesco had formulated a a a committee back in 50s and that's how the uniform braille code was brought in where braille has become a phonetic script yes um yeah. so we we were instrumental to a certain extent in getting that through one more thing i must tell you uh, wilbert that uh, uh, when i was working in national association for the blind we set up asia's first cyber cafe for the blind um which was supported by microsoft if you google even now you may find references references to it even uh, bill gates who was the chairman of microsoft back then was aware of this uh, development so microsoft had taken it uh, as one of their uh, primary uh, csr projects back then this was in 2003 was it yeah 2003 so a lot of your 
blind population uh, study IT and uh, work in IT, would you say? Uh, not a lot, but yeah, uh, quite a few do, do. Yes, quite a few okay. do. And even, so, even those that don't work in IT, mm -hmm. uh, people are now gradually becoming pretty uh, tech savvy. Okay. So you would say it's a, it's a it's it's a growing it's a growing concern. Uh, yes, and also uh, the reason is that uh, many of the Indian languages also now have uh, text-to-speech engines. Of course, we have uh, the 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 text-to-speech engine. Um, uh, uh, what is it called with NVDA that we get uh, the original one. Um, I'm just forgetting the name of that uh, TTS. Yeah, yeah, I know that exactly. Is, what, that, I can't remember the name of it, but yeah, so that is, is, it that is available. No, 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 not eloquence. Before, the the before one that eloquence. has got no that the one that has got very metallic voice. You see. Oh yes. Um, yeah. um, so that is available in all languages, but now even the vocalizer has has come in Hindi and then Marathi and some of the mm -hmm. other Indian languages. Mm -hmm. So it's great, and and in fact Google. Uh, has brought uh, text-to-speech even for more Indian languages uh, on their uh, Android platform. Okay. Oh yes. Um, so what I uh, what I what I meant was uh, eSpeak. eSpeak. Yes. The the TT the text-to-speech engine. What would you say are two of the major issues facing blind people in in Mumbai. Uh, no, I can say whether you say Mumbai or India, the major issues are one is, of course, unemployment. Uh, I mean, people are employed now, but still uh, the numbers are uh, not as high as one would like. And the other issue is that, uh, you know, somehow uh, blind people, um, I, I would say that not many of us are very, um, very ambitious now this may sound a very contradictory statement to you from what i said earlier but what i mean by ambitious is that many of the people want to be in government jobs uh, simply because there is job security and of course nothing wrong in that but because of that then what happens is that uh, you know the 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 focus uh, of the community is only on getting government jobs and that's it yes yes and and that that holds them back because they're not prepared to take the plunge. Precisely, precisely. Although the reason I can understand because there are no social security measures. You see, so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. people get um, you know frightened. Okay, so there are no special benefits for people who are blind or disabled. There are, there are concessions are there, there are. But uh, suppose if you lose job in private sector, then there are no benefits. I mean, there are no, okay. there are no social security measures. There are. Oh, some yes, states, I understand. Some, some states give them uh, monthly allowances, but they are so meager that mm -hmm. they won't really count for anything. Okay. okay, so let's look now at Ketan, the man rather than Ketan, the professional. What kind of books do you like to read? Uh, biographical and autobiographical uh, stuff and sometimes fiction. Mm -hmm. But uh, mostly um, biographical and autobiographical stuff. And I also love uh, um, reading um, um, 
since I love cricket, I also love reading uh, some of the cricketers' biography. I wonder whether Tony Kozier has written anything. I don't know. I've I, never been able to find. Know. I'll have to check for you. I could check for you. Please uh, do. I don't know offhand. Right. What? Okay. So you you love you love to read. Um, do you do you read Braille a lot? Uh, these days I don't read a lot, but yes, I used to love reading Braille. I I will now start reading it on the display, probably the refreshable Braille display, which I'm enjoying more more than the uh, books because it's easier to carry. And now that the displays are coming down in price, they are much yes, they cheaper. Are. They are. Yes. And by the way, um, uh, India has been again a leader there because we've got um, um, Braille Me. I don't know whether you know of Braille. Yes, Me. I've Braille heard Me of it. Very, I've heard of Braille. Very, Me. very inexpensive Braille display and reasonably mm -hmm. good. And I know the people who who manufacture and have developed Braille Me. Yes. So that is yes. a that is a plus for you absolutely yes yes and i read electronic books uh, uh using computers and phones and i also buy kindle books uh if i want any i certainly yes. do yes. yes are you a family man uh yes i have a family in the sense i don't have children but i have my wife and my okay. parents okay and uh, you're, oh you're you're blessed your parents are still alive uh well god uh, god bless they are Yes, yes. Uh, what what kind of entertainment do you love? What's uh, your special? I know you love cricket, but besides cricket, uh, well, I love listening to the radio. So, and I love listening to podcasts. I've collected a lot of post podcasts and audio books, and um, and I also have uh, both the smart speakers, as in. Uh, Google Home and uh, uh, Echo. Yeah. Um, so I listen to music, and I listen to sometimes I listen to television drama. Mm -hmm. uh, all that. If you had to give up one Google Home or the Echo, which Google one Home. would you give? Which one Google would you Home give up? by Google Home by a long way. Okay. Why? Because they don't, they don't have many uh, many uh, capacities that Echo has. So Echo has more skills and so. Oh, by by any it. any stretch of imagination, by many many more. Yes. Okay. I I don't know whether you've used either of them, but if you have. No, you I don't use... own. I don't own either. Um, I've okay. been thinking about it of late, and um, then I, have, if you're buying, if you're feeling willing to buy anything, I would advise any day to buy okay. Uh, Echo. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, if you were to leave a parting word with your listeners, uh, what would that be? I would say that uh, let you know in these. Uh, times of pandemic and you know negativity all the way uh, let us all try to be thinking of better times that we had in the past and hope that something uh, better would come up in the near future for instance i miss my uh, socializing with friends meeting them chatting about so many things um, you know all those uh, eating out all those things i miss but then yes. Who knows? Uh, let us all pray. And I am a believer in God, and I, I hope God will 
bring us uh, those good days back. I hope so. That's it for today. Join me next time when we will present another in this series, Vision Scope. Music was provided by Rennie Williams, Jr.